of the Love, Heal, Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Erin Gray, and today we are going over my personal top 10 manifesting tools to help you bring in the life of your dreams. This is one of my most favorite topics, and I am so happy you are here today. Let's get started. Hi, welcome. I am so happy to have you here. Today we are talking about my top 10 list for manifesting the life of your dreams. And this is one of my most favorite topics to talk about. I run a manifesting through gratitude group. And unfortunately, there's been some people in our time there that quit because they said they couldn't manifest. And it's been a discussion that we've had several times in that group because we are always manifesting. We are always manifesting. It is about what the frequency is, the energetic frequency that you are emitting, that the universe then matches and delivers to you. So what have you been emitting lately? Have you been emitting joy and gratitude and love? Or have you been receiving that back? Or have you been judgmental and critical And have you been receiving that back? We always receive the energetic frequency that we are emitting. So by way of following this top 10 list, you, I'm going to show you techniques today that will help to raise that energetic frequency and that energetic vibrational set point so that you can manifest the life of your dreams. It is all about energy. It's all energy. You know, what happens when you're in a bad mood and you leave the house and your car doesn't start right away, it's playing a bad song, you run into terrible drivers, you hit all the red lights, it is frustration, frustration, frustration. And yet, when we are first falling in love and we are joyful and happy and We hit all the green lights. Our favorite song is on the radio. Food seems to taste better. The flowers are prettier. Everything is glorious because our energetic vibration and our energetic frequency is higher. In fact, Bruce Lipton calls this the honeymoon effect and that we can always live in this honeymoon state. And by shifting our energetic vibration and by elevating our energetic vibration, we are able to do that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm so excited to dive into this with you. So number one, setting and maintaining your vibrational set point. So this could also be called intention, but it is, I want you to think of it not just as an intention, like, okay, I intend to lose 10 pounds or I intend to get along with my friends better or my siblings or my family better. What is the energetic frequency or what is the feeling behind that? So rather than just this intention, I want you to think of this as energy of what it is, right? (laughs) But this energetic frequency and what that may look and feel like, as opposed to just writing words on a piece of paper. So what is this set point? As you stop talking about what doesn't work for you, you begin to invite in what does work for you. Because as you are talking about the things that don't work for you, well, then you invite the collaborators in to your life (laughs) that believe the same. So the people that will support your frustration, or the people that support your anger or frustration or complaining, you're going to rally more and more and more people by complaining about what you don't want. 
So by focusing on what you do want, you will equally collaborate the helpers. You will attract the people that are equally excited about what you want and what you want to bring in. So think about that when you're in this moment and what the words that are coming out of your mouth that you are speaking, who are the people that you're rallying? Are you rallying people that are bringing you down? Or are you rallying people that are going to bring you up and help to achieve your dreams? Number two, notice, are you in peace or are you not in peace? And I like to simplify this, this simple peace or not in peace. So in peace, we are in love and happy and joyful. When we are not in peace, we are angry, frustrated, critical, judgmental. But rather than thinking about all those things, I want you to keep this as simple as possible. Peace or not peace. And in this incredible book, The Four Sacred Secrets, the authors define this as a suffering state or a beautiful state. And it is this incredible place to begin to understand and pay attention to your energetic frequency and to simplify it as suffering state, beautiful state, peace, not peace. And when you are speaking about stories or people or things that are creating this state of not peace for you, can you just pause right there and stop talking about it and move to what would be peaceful. And it can be as simple as I am working toward improving X. So if you still feel the need to talk about X, whatever X might be for you, can you make this subtle shift that says, you know what, today I'm going to start moving toward a solution for X. I'm going to start making changes toward X. So we can begin to, rather than push X down a rabbit hole and make it bigger and wider and deeper, can you begin to draw that problem out so that it can reach the sunlight and dissolve? How can you create an ongoing state of peace within your life? And when you do, you will begin to attract incredible miracles every single moment of every single day. And that can be as small as a parking spot or as big as a huge promotion and a huge salary increase. And, you know, so often we carry these stories for a long time. I have had clients that have told stories over and over and over again for years. So think about the weight of that, that energy, if everything is energy, Think about the energetic weight of that story. If that person would have stopped talking about it the first time, maybe it was heavy then. But the number of times and the number of parties and conversations and situations that have dampened, have been dampened by that story creates immeasurable weight and challenge. How long have you been telling those stories How heavy is that story? And how much quicker would that story have been alleviated had you stopped talking about it right from the beginning? Or limit yourself in talking about it and then make a promise to yourself 
that you're not going to talk about it in any future parties or any future conversations so they can stop bringing down the rest of your life. We often carry stories and energy far longer than it was ever intended. The universe wants to teach us lessons, remedy it, and move on because then we become elevated by that experience and we move on. And it's just our humanness that holds on to those stories, but we can evolve past it and elevate into this higher energetic frequency so that we can begin to elevate and attract far better things. Number three, visualize before you go to sleep and be a walking vision board. Before we go to sleep, this is sacred, sacred time. There's a reason why people pray before they go to sleep at night. It allows us to release and let go, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But here, this is about visualizing before you go to sleep. And as you visualize before you go to sleep, thinking about what do you want to draw in tomorrow? Who do you want to draw in tomorrow? Who do you want to be tomorrow? Do you want to be more grateful? Do you want to be happier? Do you want to be healthier? Seeing and visualizing that person and upon waking, beginning to seek out the ways that that has materialized. As we begin to seek out, how is that beginning to manifest in your life? Where are you drawing in more health? Where are you drawing in deeper relationships? Where are you drawing in more professional success? Seeking out that very experience of what you have visualized will draw in what you are hoping for exponentially faster. Number four, write a thank you letter for what you want as if it has already happened. So this is a technique called scripting where we act as if it has already happened. So I've talked in the past that I can't wait to do a TED Talk on my anxiety healing process. And so one of my really good friends and I had this ongoing banter of how her favorite picture on her refrigerator is me and her from my TED Talk, that it's her favorite picture on the refrigerator. And, and we talk about it being in the past tense so that it is drawn in, it is already done. And it is this subconscious experience of knowing it is already complete because it's already completed energetically. It is in this allowance that we allow it to happen in the physical plane. And a secondary really cool tip on the writing of that thank you note is to, as part of that note, write about overhearing a conversation that two of your friends may have had about you that you've overheard about how exciting and thrilling and wonderful it is that whatever it is that you're trying to manifest has happened to you. It is this third person hearing and experience that something is already completed because someone else has said it too. That is this outside confirmation that something has happened that you then get to subconsciously absorb that and welcome that in and be feel joyous and excited about it. So bask in what your friends are saying about you in that letter. I'll add this additional subconscious piece that begins to invite the subconscious to believe in its reality. Speak 
your life into existence. Write your life into existence. Write about other people speaking your life into existence and watch what happens. This is such a powerful tool. I can't wait to hear how this helps you. Number five, all the boats rise together. So as other people have success, welcome in their success and know that they're laying the groundwork for you. We all rise together, but so often in this world, we look to criticize or complain or compare. When we can pause and recognize these people are just laying the groundwork for you. If it's happened for them, it gets to happen for you as well. And if there's things that are frustrating that do happen, we can look at that. Abraham Hicks calls this contrast. And it is events in our lives that happen that help us to more clearly define what it is that we want. So I like to, how I explain to clients, I imagine this, this portrait up in the universe You know, Abraham Hicks calls it the vortex. I'd like to picture it like a little painting. And in this painting, we have all the details of all the things that we want. And we have that defined, beautiful. And when contrast shows up, it then more clearly defines for us how we want that picture to look even more clearly than what it had looked before. So we can be grateful for the contrast that shows up to us, knowing that this is helping us more clearly define what we do want. Because disappointment will not draw in what you want. Disappointment that other people have it and you don't is not going to draw in what we want. Appreciating that they've received it, knowing they're laying the path for us, and it more clearly defines what you want in your own life. All it does is adding clarity to your own picture. So we can sit in gratitude and bask in gratitude here in this space. Speaking of gratitude, that brings us to number six, gratitude practice before bed. Certainly you can do it at any point in time. You can do your gratitude practice in the morning. I do my gratitude practice at night. I like to put myself in this energetic state before I fall asleep. Just like we visualize what we want for the next day before we go to sleep, I like to bask in gratitude because you know what? There's some days where it's hard. It is hard to find three things to be grateful for when you've had a bad day. But there are always three things that you can be grateful for. By So by forcing your mindset to shift into the state of gratitude before bed, your energetic body, your energetic frequency elevates to this state of gratitude and you begin to draw in and welcome in more and more of what you desire. Number seven, giving it to love. This is a concept uh, introduced by Tosha Silver, who has written an incredible book called It's Not Your Money. It's all about manifesting and in giving it to love, it is whatever we desire We offer it up to the universe. This allows us to not remain attached to what we are desiring, that it has to come in in a certain way through this person, through this company, but that we can offer up this desire and allow it to come in in 
in the best possible way for us. And often that way is often way bigger than what we plan for ourselves. And another really great technique that she suggests is shifting that terminology from my desire, which is very ego-based, to the desire, knowing that we are a conduit for the divine and the divine is just working through us. We then offer up the desire, the manifestations, the dreams up to love. And we allow love to then draw it in and bless us with that in whatever huge, big, amazing, wonderful ways that we want to allow in. So offering up not only our dreams and manifestations, but also Look, the dreams and manifestations, I just did it myself. <laughs> but this is such a good play-by-play, though. I want you to see how quickly you can make this shift and how quickly it wants to insert itself back in. The dreams, the manifestations, but it can also be, I offer up the bills. I offer the frustrations. I offer up the blank. Whatever is challenging you, offering that up to love and inviting in a divine solution will draw in incredible, incredible blessings. It allows us to release control and allow in blessings. Number eight, speaking of blessings, we are going to find the blessings. When something is frustrating you, where's the lesson? What is the lesson here that is the universe is trying to teach to you? And this is different than toxic positivity where people are only allowing positivity and positive things into their vernacular. This is taking a situation that might not feel super great, but learning and figuring out what is it about this situation that the divine is trying to expand you, grow you, teach you. How is the universe trying to evolve you through this process, through this situation. And when we can begin to find the lesson here, then we can, one, speed through that faster, (laughs) and two, allow this frustration to serve a greater, bigger purpose that is ultimately being brought in because our soul is asking for it to come in so that we can grow and change. What's the lesson Number nine, laugh however you can get there. Remember, manifestation is energy. So as we can, we're using all these tools just to simply elevate our energetic body. So watch the silly dance videos, watch the silly dog videos, the silly baby videos, whatever it is that feels high vibe and funny to you that can help you to laugh and elevate your energetic state Because sometimes there's topics we can't elevate on. Maybe there's something in your life right now that is really hard that you you can't get on the other side of right now. It feels too frustrating, too sad, too hurtful, and that's okay. Walk away, just like you did maybe when you were in school, right? You got stuck on a paper or got stuck on a problem. You'd stand up, walk away, walk down the hall, go talk to some friends, and then you'd come back to that paper or that problem, And then all of a sudden you have the solution. So this is a very similar technique. Walking away from whatever energetic draw is happening to you and find another way to laugh. Find another way to elevate and come back to that. And you may look at it with a different perspective. And one day you'll be able to elevate that energy too. And it's okay. 
if that's not today, find your elevation somewhere else and the net result of your energetic frequency will ultimately be elevated. Number 10, we can do all these things, but at the end of the day, you must believe you are worthy of the things you are desiring. You must know that you are whole and complete in divine perfectness right here, right now. And I took a great speaking class with Lisa Nichols out at one point, and she recommended putting this post-it note on your mirror. And every morning, talking about these, these prompts, reviewing these prompts. And the first prompt was, I'm proud of you for blank. And the second prompt was, I forgive you for blank. And then the third prompt was, I love you for blank. So putting this post-it note on your mirror and then saying three different things. So nine things total. It is such a powerful process that helps for you to come to know your innate goodness and resolve and glory and connection allows you to elevate your inner worth so that you can know you deserve all these things that are begging to make their way through you. Remember, we are the conduit for the divine to come through us to make these things happen. So as a review, I'm going to pull up my paper and review my top 10 for you so that we can enter into 2023 powerfully. Number one, set and maintain your vibrational set point. Number two, notice, are you in peace or are you not in peace? It's simple as that. Peace, not peace. Number three, visualize before you go to sleep and be your own walking vision board. Number four, write a thank you letter for what you want as if it has already happened and be sure to include your friends talking all about you, being so happy for you and celebrating you that this has happened. Number five, all of our boats rise together. If someone else has it, they're just laying the pathway for you. Number six, gratitude practice before bedtime. Number seven, giving it to love and shifting the my to the. Number eight, finding the blessing in the lesson and allowing a positive shift to the frustrations in your life. Nine, laugh however you can get there. And 10, believe and know you are worth it. These 10 tools will help you to manifest the life of your dreams. And I cannot wait to hear in the comments down below how this helped you, how this will begin to transform your life to bring in the most powerful new year possible. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and happy new year. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to hear in the comments down below what tools and techniques are you going to apply this year to draw in the life of your dreams. You can also continue to elevate your energy by joining my newsletter at lovehealthrive.com. And of course, love yourself enough to heal and heal yourself enough to thrive. Take care. Take care.